0: Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious.
1: Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans podcast. On today's episode, we have Michelle Walters from Island Glow. How are you doing today, Michelle?
0: I'm doing fabulous. Thank you, Grant.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. If you want to kind of give a little introduction about yourself and your business to the listeners for those of uh, for those of them that do not know who you are,
0: I would love to. Yes. Hi everyone. My name is Michelle Walters. I am the owner operator at Island Glow and. And we are based in Powhatan, Virginia, which is right outside Richmond. We have a second location in Pennsylvania. And our business, I've been in business for, ooh, I've been spray tanning since 2010. I bought the business from the original founder 2012. So we're getting ready to celebrate five years with me owning the business. And, you know, my background is makeup artistry for several, uh, 15, 20 years, something like that. And then, you know, spray tan our spray tan artistry just kind of came natural and normal so um we are mostly mobile but we also have a studio location in both of our areas
1: that's that's really great and you shared a little bit of information with me via email about the business and some of the clients and stuff that you have it was really cool to kind of to hear about that i mean if you want to share any of that feel free to you know you you have some pretty high-end uh, clientele there so that's that's really cool whatever you can share obviously feel free to
0: I would love to so yeah so you know I I love the, starting this business I remember I didn't know what I'm supposed to do with it and because uh, it came sort of unexpected but I just love to be in different areas and stretch outside of a comfort zone to see where you could take this. And, you know, for Richmond, Virginia, that is not your spray tan capital of the country. So it was a little hard to think that we were going to have 60 clients walking through a door a day. That's just not where Richmond, Virginia is. However, I knew that spray tanning was going to be big and it can be big in different, um, different areas, different areas venues. So I just started branching out and I just happened to be networking at the right place at the right time and three months after I purchased the business, you know, I found myself in Washington DC at an event and then I was asked to present spray tans in front of uh and the cheerleaders trying trying out and there were four different uh coaches there plus your NBA coaches up in that area and the Redskins said, Hey you're going to start tanning us. We've never had a spray tanner. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do y'all do? And they're like, well, we just take some kind of wipe. So we just wipe it all over us. But it's never pretty. I'm like, oh, the Redskins cheerleaders have never had a spray tan. So, <laughs> so I was very honored to be the little girl from Richmond, Virginia, you know, two and a half hours away and got picked up for my first big team right there on the spot. That was a two-year deal with them. And then that spread to the – Carolina Panthers, Top Cat cheerleaders yeah. the following year, you know. And then from that, um, you know, the, the word just spreads of your work and your TANs. And pretty soon we had Miss Virginia clients. Uh, then all of a sudden that took us to Miss America clients, bodybuilder clients, weddings, private clients. So it's been exciting through five years, all the different areas where you get to shine your tan sure. on and And I think that's just smart because you want these kinds of industries continue to want you throughout the year. So that way that there's no down season because everyone has their own season when it's going to be the hot time for them.
1: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that's a great story. I love what you share there. And if you think a lot of people just starting out, you know, they think why me or why would somebody pick me, this and that. And like you're saying, like, I'm just Michelle from – <laughs> Little rich, Richmond, Virginia. No. Next thing you know, you have these you know professional teams that that want to choose uh, you for that, and people kind of right. have to you know don't limit yourself with with what you put in your head. You can do whatever you want to do, and that that's really evident through your story. So thank you for sharing exactly. that.
0: Thank you, thank you. The the journey has been amazing just to learn all of that. Yeah, uh, it's just been amazing. And to and the other thing is build up your portfolio. Everyone needs a portfolio as a resume so that you can, you know, put your stamp out there, put your put, put your footprint, prove to people that are questioning or, you know, can she spray tan good, whoever it is, that you have some A-list clients, that you were good enough to be up there with those kinds of clients. That says a lot about your skill set, your, you know, your training, what you're willing to do. And, I mean, your portfolio follows you everywhere and you never should stop building your portfolio of clients.
1: Absolutely. And, and again, you stepped out of your comfort zone and for anybody that's (laughs) listened to any of the podcasts, I know you've listened to Michelle, but that's one of my favorite quotes about getting outside your comfort zone. That's where you find success. And that's so true through all of life. So it's really, it's really great to hear that from you firsthand. Thank you. (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. So I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it hadn't been all, all roses and, and good things throughout your career. Uh, The the entrepreneurial journey is an up and down roller coaster of emotions and different things and and testing times and times when things are are really good and really bad at the same time sometimes. So if you want to kind of touch on both ends of the spectrum there, the worst and the best entrepreneurial moments that you've had thus far in your business, I'd really love for our listeners to hear about those.
0: Great, yes, I would love to share, Uh, you know, I wish I could say everything is always, you know, roses, but it's not, And, and I think that you have to look at difficult times as your character building moments, and your personal growth, and professional growth, and you learn from that, but I think I would say, I don't know if it would be the worst, but one of the most challenging moments is when I first started the business. You know, I wasn't looking to even buy a spray tan business. My makeup artistry business was super busy as it was, and that was a full-time job. And my daughter started working for the only mobile spray tanner in Richmond, Virginia, and when my daughter went off to college, she's like, hey, mom, you know, um, can you take care of my clients and learn how to spray tan? Because I want to keep them when I come back home for, you know, breaks and stuff like that. And I really wasn't okay with that. But I'm like, I would do anything for your daughters. So I learned it mm-hmm. and got really good at it. And then my makeup clients were like, hey, start teeing in me. And before you know it, I was growing the business, but the owner wasn't. And then come to find out she was just overwhelmed with having her second child, getting a a promotion at her full-time job. She couldn't get her dream company off the ground. So she was gonna sell it, offered it to me um, to purchase, and the price was right, so I just purchased it, just like that. You know, I thought, okay, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. And I think (laughs) that's where the difficult part came because it was just one of those deals that if I didn't say yes then, I probably would lose that opportunity. And the other thing is when I bought it, I was like, okay, so I'll buy it now and I'll figure it out as I go. And as I started looking and researching for other spray tan companies, we don't have that many here in Richmond, but I started venturing out around the country to find out who are the top dogs. And, you know, and I, I made some phone calls to some of them and I got a lot of hangups. I mean, I had like a list of questions. How do I start? What do I charge and what do I do? And, you know, what solution, what what kind of equipment, I I really don't know. And there wasn't a lot of camaraderie out there. And I really was quite taken back. And it was a little scary to buy something to want to be successful, but you don't even know where you're supposed to start. So I think for me, that was one of the worst moments because I felt really alone. And I felt very new. And I was embarrassed a little bit here in Richmond when I told people what I did. And, you know, I hadn't really failed at any of my business ventures before then. But I'm like, oh, my goodness, this one could tank. So it was very, it was scary. It was really scary. Um, No resources. And that's when you just have to, you know, kind of suck it up buttercup kind of attitude. And you have to start just getting out there and trying things. And you knew you were going to fail at some of it. But you know what? It wasn't going to be the end of the world. You just live and you learn and then you just get better and better. So I think that was the worst, just being alone, scared, no training um, from or the mentors that came before me, the pioneers, you know, and um, just figuring it out on my own.
1: Sure. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of times you have to take the action. You know, I always tell people. Uh, imperfect action trumps perfect inaction. So people want to perfect, they want to figure it out. They want to know exactly what's going to happen every single day and that's never going to happen. And for those that wait that long, they're never going to get to where they are. So any successful entrepreneur will tell you, you just have to take action, just get started. Uh, just go for it, so that that's great to hear. Um, and on the other side of that, I'm sure you've had some amazing moments in your business, obviously representing oh. some of the you know NFL yeah. team cheerleaders and things like that. so what was your what was your best entrepreneurial moment thus far?
0: Oh, it's so hard because I just love celebrating the wins as I go. So I think just right off the top of my head, let's see what am I most excited about right now. You know through trial and error and um starting with a certain spray tan formula when I first started because it's all that I knew and I I I liked it but it wasn't what I needed and wanted and it was kind of fun learning all the different characteristics of all the different formulas out there and I think I've tried a lot of them and when we signed the Redskins cheerleaders on I really knew that I had to like they didn't know I had only owned the company for three months yeah. <laughs> so I'm like I got to pull this together But anyway, trial and error with different formulas on those um, uh, cheerleaders was so exciting because it really challenged you as more of a spray tan artist and the science behind every formula and how they develop on skin and how they look. You just, I just like that part of the development stage. So, you know, I couldn't have anything that might turn to bronzy orange out there in the bright light or this or that and through all that. I kind of started writing down, if I had the perfect formula, what would it be? And so through the first year, I started making all these notes. And then I found an amazing person that I, you know, somewhere out there networking. And um, this person offered me an opportunity to private label my own formula and I was like, wow, I've only owned the business for about a year and I get to do this. I thought this would be like five years down the road. <laughs> but she allowed me to take everything I wanted in a perfect formula, put it all together, and all of a sudden it was created. And from that point on, all of my clients from cheerleaders to pageant gals, you know, to, I and mean, then I started picking up college teams, pro, semi teams. They all just loved the color, and the color just spoke for itself and the way it, it it looked in pictures, and and I was so proud. I'm like, wow, that was so proud. And from that, we developed a mousse and a, a, a self tanning lotion. So right now, I'm just like celebrating a year launching our, our self-tanners. I'm like, all of it came from practicing and trying on NFL cheerleaders a few years ago, and that just makes me happy because it's like something I developed and sure. for me I love I, I just feel proud of that and, it, and it's different than other stuff out there yeah. does, does that make sense absolutely I think your dream kind of came true five years before it was supposed to and it's because someone believed in you and let you just you know create something that you wanted and you know that person gets to see her product out there and I get to ha- be happy with my own product so yeah. I think that's it's proud. It's a very proud moment.
1: Yeah, definitely. Not only did she believe in you, but obviously you believed in yourself to take that step, any of the steps to get to that point, you know, kind of the right time, right situation. I don't, I don't believe in luck. I think it's people getting to those points and taking the risk. It's not so much luck just falls in people's laps. So you could, somebody could look from the outside and say, Oh, Michelle's so lucky. She got to make her own solution. But no, (laughs) she, she took the step. She took on the cheerleaders three months into her business and not many people do that. And, just like, you know, certain things happen <laughs> in life for certain reasons. I truly believe that. So that's really a really cool story to share. Thank and, you. And Thank hopefully you. other people can find uh, inspiration from that. Thank you. So so as the business has grown for you, I mean, obviously you do the makeup artistry and some other things. <laughs> that you, you mentioned to me that you travel quite a bit for that and, and yeah. have some high-end clients there as well. But for you, how has that from when you took over Island go, how has that changed for you and your business from what you do daily to weekly, monthly, et cetera? I mean, I'm sure you have other people <laughs> helping you out now, so
0: well, you know change, oh wow, so growth is exciting and growth is very um makes you nervous because that means a lot of changes have to continually happen. I do believe and i'm uh I'm very anal about time management and balance, and that's all that keeps me happy. And I believe as entrepreneurs, you have to put your priorities straight. You know, your business is always going to take up so much of your time. I heard a quote one time is, um, I mean, a quote, what was it? Uh, entrepreneurs work 80 hours a week, but the difference is they get to pick their 80 hours of when they want to work. Yeah, so true. I think that's so interesting because it's like you do, you, you have to rise and grind hard every single day but you need to build in your pockets of time, of your personal time, your health time, your family time. But I think the change that we've made is when, when you know, I've kind of run the show by myself for probably majority of the five years, just because I still felt like the industries we were starting to put our footprint in, it was still new. And I believe that, you know, a lot of people trust in your skills and when they want you, they want you now that come is dangerous. So when you need to be duplicated, you have to duplicate sort of the same kind of skill set. So I have had a couple of gals along the way that have been very trained. You know, um, they were young, they were college girls, love them. I could count on them, but then they kind of, you know, get into the next season of life and they got to move or they got to go here or there. Sure. And so, you know, um, so I just kind of look at my seasons, what's coming up and where, where things are like right now, I am now running into and this was and here's another thing, you know, a step outside the box, when it got into bodybuilders, I, I don't just spray tan bodybuilders just to spray tan them. I love the whole story behind it. And I was very blessed this time last year to actually have a coach that has an amazing, amazing business and athletes, and he's known all over the country, say, hey, I want to have you as our exclusive makeup, hair, spray tan artist, and wherever my athletes go in the country, you're going with them. And I'm like, wow, oh, my gosh. And so I was so privileged. And so with that, there's an artistry skill set that comes behind there. Well, his his business is growing. His athletes are growing. I need to be in more states than ever. We're probably getting ready to pick up our third NFL team I hear and I'm like oh my gosh so now since I know what's coming down the pipeline in the next six months it's time for me to reevaluate start looking for that talent out there which I'm getting ready to um, train and hire in the next week or two because I need some to be with me on location some need to be home base you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. so it's like wow I just kind of look at the next six months of what seems to be building, and that's gonna be where, you know, someone's main focus is gonna be. And where I put my team is where they're gonna be the most skill set with that particular industry because pageant clients are different than bodybuilders, different than wedding venues, different than our college cheerleaders and dancers. So that's where I start looking for talent and placement of where everyone needs to be. And it is exciting that business opportunities are exploding. And I just have to be one step ahead of the growth curve that's happening, and I just think that's just the beginning of island glow actually and um so I'm moving faster than I need to right now, but it's all good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's great. I mean, you know, to be too busy is a good thing and, and it seems like you're you handle the, the roll with the punches, so to speak. So that's good to yeah. hear that you do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep your head up, keep moving forward and, and everything's good. Um Absolutely. You know, for you and for the business. So so if you had to um I mean looking at the business and how it's changed over the last five years or not changed, but how it's grown over the last five years, if you had to pinpoint one thing. In your business, or one thing that you've done, uh, whether it's marketing or, or whatever it may be, what what would you say the one thing is that you've done and done very well to help grow your business?
0: Um, the one thing I think I've done very well is I think out of everything is probably my customer service love, um, I call it, or customer service care, whichever one you want to call it. It's all the same. I believe that when you're in business for yourself and you have to wear so many hats to run the business you sometimes forget about that customer love that you must give back i believe that your customers that have come through your doors are the ultimate foundation of a successful business and with spray tans pop in you know businesses Popping up everywhere in different cities, there could be ten competitors in that city, but your customers are going to come back to you loyal, whether they had a bad tan or a good, good tan. You know, just as you know, if if it's how you handle it and how you make them feel. You know, there's a quote. You know, no one really cares how much you know or how good you may spray tan. It's how you made that client feel that will be that personal connection. So. Things that I have, um, or systems I call, I put in place through the years. I'm very intentional and on purpose with actually scheduling on my six most important list every single day. Where is my customer love coming and what am I doing? For example, I believe every brand new customer needs a handwritten note from you within 24 hours, popped in the mail to thank them for choosing you. And, and, it's you, and it's words like that so they understand that you appreciate whether it was a $10 tan or they paid $50. It doesn't matter that you loved that they selected you out of anyone else they could have selected. They walked through your door and put money in your pocket, and their money is just as valu- valuable as what we do because everyone works really hard for it. I believe also that that handwritten note, when it arrives, everyone likes their handwritten note. It's just the appreciation behind it, and they'll never forget you did that. Um, every Tuesday, I always, always, out of all these years of being in business, I sit down, block out a couple hours, and I'm making calls to my clients. I'm touching base with my clients, and I do it on Tuesdays because Tuesdays just happens to work for me. But I never miss a Tuesday. Um, I have a certain email campaign that goes out, and I follow that rule that eight touches to a client, you know, keeps in t- touch with them. So I have a system of when. Strategically, these emails are programmed to go out so that you're always in front of them. Um, I have a referral program. So it helps them build points up to a free tan or a free product, whichever, you know, in the same value. I believe also I give a 24-hour spray tan guarantee. So if anything happens, whether they messed it up or I messed it up, because, I mean, come on, we're not always perfect and you have to own it when maybe your machine wasn't working right, or you maybe sprayed the feet or the hands just a little too much. You know, I always am not, I've never been scared to call them the next day to ask them, how was it? And you take a chance of them saying, oh, you know, and I've had that sometimes, you know, I mean, I switched my guns here recently and, it was driving me nuts because I'm like, oh, Lord, we're married to our guns, but when you have to change your equipment, you have to get used to this equipment, and it was making me nervous. I'm like, I don't know if I like the spray on this. It's a little wide, and I kind of fisted it with my clients up front. I'm like, hey, listen, if your hands and feet turn on just a little too dark, please bear with me. I'm just getting used to a new gun, and you know what? They were fine. They've come back six times every, you know, since then, and they, they were like, okay, it's cool, but just talk to them and educate them, but I'll tell you, I've I've actually, I'm not a good tracker on a lot of things, but I've actually tracked my clients since the first day I bought this business, and my client retention has remained over 75% over five years, and so that might not be a lot to a lot of other people, but for me, I still have the same clients that I did five years ago than I do right now, and then referrals, referrals, you know, I came um, learning from a referral networking, uh, business, you know, B and I years ago, and I learned the value of a referral. So I just, you know, referrals are just amazing to me. So, so I think that's one thing I did. I'm really good at my customer love. I, I, I think it's the gold mine behind every solid business, and it will never change for me.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's absolutely true. I'll to touch on a few things. Um, lastly, the equipment, but first off, I want to touch on the fact that, the the customer is really important. People, uh, you know, obviously in the forums all the times, how to get more clients, how do to get more clients. People focus on that. Where you, it's so much easier to upsell and to to uh, service existing clients. It, it's a lot harder to cu- get new clients. So take care of the people you right. get from the start. I love that you call it customer love instead of just customer service. Everybody, yeah. everybody, you know, everybody understands customer service, and everyone says they provide the the best customer service, but customer service, uh, and I read this all the time, I read again this morning, is the number one complaint of any business across any industry is always the way that their customers, um, the, you know, the interaction they have with the business, whether it's the owner or their employees, whatever it is, that has to be consistent across the board. And taking care of your people and your customers, the handwritten notes, I love that touch, Is it's well worth the time. I mean, the, the customer lifetime value of that one person when your attention rates are over 75%, I mean, you're not talking about one 40 dollar ten you're talking about 20 30 40 tans over the course of a number of years and that's yeah. just it's just and it's not focusing on the money it's just understanding that that's how valuable one client is and and actually caring for the people yeah. and your the customer love that you share is is really awesome that's that's great to hear Michelle
0: Thank you. Yeah, I just I totally just believe in them. I mean, I have I just I can think of one client when you were just going through the time frame. She only tans but once a year, twice a year. I mean, that's all she wants. But you know what? She remembers when my daughter was tanning 7 or 8 years ago. And so that's how long she's been with the company and when I get that call or that text or I see it come across my she just gets an appointment, you know, I just love it because it means she's still happy with us, you know, yeah. and I travel 45 minutes to go tan her at her house, and and that's okay because, you know what, it's, it's customers like that, she won't go anywhere else because we did something right along the way, yeah. and, you know, recently I had a little, you know, not so, I had a little thing with a cl- new client, and she was kind of debating on this on our membership that we offer here. And the membership, you know, for unlimited TANS in the studio is only like $29 a month. And then she decided halfway through it she didn't want to do this anymore, and she wanted to kind of break the contract, and she was causing a little bit of a fuss. And I remember at that time, I sat back before I responded thinking, okay, hold on. You know, 10 years ago I probably wouldn't have been like this, but now I'm like, this one customer came from, and she's in a group of 20. And it came from another customer who loved our tan. That one customer brought 20 women. They drive over an hour and a half to come to me every week for a tan. Well, this one in the 20 group didn't want to do this anymore. And I could either, you know, kind of penalize her with some, you know, getting out early kind of things out of her contract. But she was kind of stirring a little fuss. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know. My customers mean everything to me, and one customer that isn't happy with whatever resolution I'm going to come down to could take that whole 20 and never come back, and it's going to hurt my reputation no matter how good my tans are all along the way, and I just let that lady go because I basically said, you know, your happiness is far worth what this tan costs. Seriously. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to have a really easy resolution and, you know, and I did what I did. I remember she came back. She's like, you are so nice and I will definitely come back for tans when I need them. And I work for more people, but I thought, you know, Grant, that moment I could have cared less. I could have pushed it all the way to the limit, but what is that tan really worth to you as a business owner, you know, in the very end of it? I believe that our job is to provide, an amazing satisfactory customer resolution. And, you know, I would want her more happy than I would at that point. You, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, you just got to take care of your people because they will eventually take care of you as well.
1: Yeah, always. always. That That's a good story. And everybody's been through the, the one client that's not happy yeah. or swears that you do everything <laughs> wrong. And sometimes you got to, you know, it's an ego thing. Maybe you got to, you got to swallow your pride and the customer's always right. I mean, it's true that they're the, they're it the is. only reason we are in business in the first place. So you kind of have to owe it to them as a whole to, to provide yeah. that kind of resolution.
0: Exactly. And we are a luxury business, which means we don't have to really be on anyone's agenda every single week. And so, you know, these would be some of the first things that, that a woman would cut out of her budget if she was tight on her money. So I just think I'm a luxury service, but yet I'm going to go over and beyond, and I'm going to make everyone feel as special as I can. Because in return, it's going to it's it's all going to work out as a win-win-win all the way around, and that's the ultimate goal at the end of the day.
1: Yep, absolutely, absolutely. That, that's that's great story. And you mentioned uh, your equipment. You mentioned that you did change. Do you, what kind of uh, equipment do you do you currently use, or the new one that you use? And we already know the solution. You said is a custom blend. So you don't really have to touch yep. on that. But as far as equipment goes, what do you use?
0: So um, I use mostly, 95% of the time, Maximus. I have a few different versions of them because I have six mobile bags according to wherever my girls need to go to work. So we have them all fully loaded. So I've collected ones along the way and some I bought when I bought with the company. But we usually have Maximus. I love that. And and then I recently in the studio was looking for something a little different and I tried a Venus. And I haven't heard much about it, but I found it on one of the websites and I purchased it. And it has two guns with it. It has this great, like, compressor with it. And I actually really like it. It's really light. So if I wanted to pack that in a mobile bag to take with me, then I could. So it's not really heavy. And for me, I look more into the guns more than the compressors, to be honest with you. So I think through the years, trial and error, um, I first fell in love with the Maximus, that big old, I call it the Jurassic Park gun because it's the <laughs> big metal one. <laughs> yeah. But I love that gun with my bodybuilders because it really sprays um, the solution that I need to put on them. Amazing. And I know what my results are always going to be like, but that's kind of heavy. And then we had purchased some plastic ones along the way with the Maximus. And I'll be honest with you, I don't like any of those. So in the last six months, I started researching guns. And the connectors and I started replacing all those plastic guns with an aluminum gun because it was it was still designed like the metal but it was much lighter and I love the stream. and any spray tanner will know you fall in love with your gun like it was your curling iron or your hair dryer (laughs) and you have to like be married to your gun because you know exactly what it's going to do when it needs to do it and all that stuff so yeah, all my guns have now switched over to the aluminum um type of gun, so I really like that. And and that kind of gives you like I can find one over here to go with this compressor and that's just and I just like what I like and yeah. they just kind of work for us.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, th- thanks for sharing that. <laughs> it's so true. It's kind of a it's a personal preference thing. Feel free to research look. There's a few good companies yeah. out there. I don't, I don't think you um You'll be disappointed as long as you do your background research and things like that and obviously like I said you share that you have a, a kind of a custom blended solution so we don't really need to touch on that but um, on to the next thing I know you kind of got the business more or less fell in your lap as you said did you yeah. go through any training or certification when you got started I'm sure that you went to the school of the hard knocks through learning on your own but other <laughs> than that what kind of training or certification did you do?
0: Yeah, um, well, I learned from the original founder, of course, because she taught us straight out, but then she required all of us to go through NTTI and we had to, um, we had to, you know, pay for that and take our class and certification and she would reimburse us when she knew we passed. Um, but that was kind of cool because, you know, you got to learn some science and some, and I think really the important stuff that I think some businesses may shortcut and I think for me coming from the skincare makeup background it was all made sense to me but you know to really learn skincare and to learn skin conditions and to look for different, you know, um uh you know areas on the body that you know maybe would not take well with the spray tan, just kind of another thing just to provide a better service for your client in education, education education, I think that's the one key to any spray tan business. Educate, educate, educate. But you can't educate if you're not educated, and because spray tan was not my 4K, I was like, "Well, I'm just not even smart in all of this." So I'm, I went through the NTTI, and you know, and that was very helpful. But then again, you're right; just kind of the hard knocks out there and learning how to do that. Also, back then, I was we were using the spray tan formula, which I don't use anymore. But I'm so grateful I learned. It's when you had to mix it all up. You, you know, my me, <laughs> I'm a 3.2. And I'm like, okay, I know what you are. I'm a (laughs) 6.1. So it's all the little drops and it was like all the science and while that might be time consuming back then, it was like, I'm so glad I learned old school because then you learn to appreciate what formulas are out there now where the newer spray tan businesses don't have to mix and match like a scientist on everyone. So I'm just really grateful for all of that and it's really got me where I need to be and, you know, to be honest with you, you. I don't ever think school is out for the pro no matter how long you've been in business or how many clients you can a week or whatever industry because you always keep learning. And I'm out there always researching and, you know, listening to your podcast. I was learning some um, something from some of the, you know, women that you had on there. I'm like, wow, I didn't think about that. I that. <laughs> so I think, you know, just um, training is always supposed to be, you know, number one. I don't think I would ever feel comfortable applying any product on someone's skin someone's body being responsible for that not knowing the back end of that so i could you know look for different signs of this or that and knowing how to deal with eczema or you know just i i just think that makes you more professional and more responsible for what you want um that relationship you want to have with your client as well and when you educate them they 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 start learning too and they make your life easier because come more prepared or this or that, or they won't go tell all their girlfriends that they just had all this reaction. And, you know, I've had some allergic reactions on some of these spray tans and you're going to have one. And when it happens, if you don't know your training from where you took these courses, what are you supposed to do if you're not an esthetician, you know? So you have to take this seriously that you're applying someone's product on someone's skin and you're hoping it's all going to go well, Yep. you know? So I think it's important. Everyone goes through training. And I would like to probably see it like every so many years. You go back just like CMEs. Keep going back and getting your training and redoing it because things are changing. And we're learning things with the spray tent industry just blossoming now every so often. Just keep going back. You're doing yourself a favor. You're doing your clients a favor.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And who knows? Maybe someday it'll be uh, some state or or federally regulated you know i have my real estate license so yeah i got to go every year and get my update and things like that so maybe someday it'll be like that but as you said the training is important it's a good foundation for anyone getting started even if it's a simple online one just to get an idea Mm -hmm. kind of the science Mm -hmm. behind it but also the fact that um, you love Happy dance. No, I'm just kidding. The fact that you uh, <laughs> the fact that you never want to stop learning is really good, and people need to always understand that they can always learn it. Listening to some of the podcasts and what other people have to say might spur some kind of great idea that you never thought of. So it's yeah. really good to hear that you were learning from that. So thanks for sharing that. It, it keeps yeah. us uh, working hard. So, um, Well, kind of veer on to the last question. This is probably my favorite question just because I get a lot of great answers for this, but... Michelle, if you had to write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would you say?
0: Oh, um, I would probably say stay in your lane, which means to, uh, believe believe in your gifts and your talents and your skills that you know that are there. And stay in those gifts and talents. Whenever you can stay in that, And you operate in your gifts and talents you were blessed and born with. And you know, you don't look off to the right and you don't look off to the left. And I'm talking about those are your competition out there or so and so that you might be comparing yourself with. You need to look straight ahead and stay in your lane. You have to trust the process, you have to love the journey. It's going to be a long journey, but you know what? You should be all in to the end anyway when you start a business, you know, and you need to just be patient, 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 but give yourself small wins along the way as well. Not everything you're going to try is always going to work out. Um, And that's okay because, you know, sometimes when you try something now, it doesn't mean that. It won't work out. Maybe you just picked the wrong season in your business to try something. But it was probably a really great idea. And even if you think you're alone, trust just trust yourself. Just try it. Doing something to build your business, to build your brand, to get a client, to market out there is better than not doing anything at all. So, you know, I wasn't very uh, social media savvy when I first started. And I wasn't very this savvy and I could pick all kinds of things. But what I do is I find two or three mentors or coaches every single year that I need to tap into, whether it's in person, online, whatever, that could take me to the next level. And I just go to the next level. And, and so stay in your lane. Just, just stay in your lane and, and don't, don't get caught up with what Suzy Q spray tanning business is doing over here. Maybe look at that for ideas and some inspiration, but don't think because she might be further along than you are that anything's wrong with you. You don't know what area they live in. You don't know the industry. You don't know her training. You don't know, you know what I mean? So we we can't always compare ourselves to everyone else. And I think when people do that, it shuts you down. So I've just learned to stay in my lane. I have a few people I watch, but I don't watch a hundred million of them because it would be <laughs> too distracting. But I'll be honest with you, Grant, because I've, I've learned to trust the process, be patient, operate my gifts and talents, stay in my lane. I believe this is why we're celebrating a good profit level business at five years, you know, and I gave myself five years because I truly believe three to five years is what it takes for you to really see profits. So I didn't overestimate my business in one year, but I'm not going to underestimate it in 10 years. So I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm five years in. Wow, what a journey. And I'm so glad that I trusted everything that I know to run a business. And I can't wait to see what the next five years is going to be. So I think that's why, you know, just keep going, keep going, keep going is what I would tell myself back in the day. And obviously I took my advice. (laughs)
1: Very good. Good foreshadowing there, Michelle. Well, well, thank you so much for sharing. That's a great message. I mean, stay in your lane, not focusing on other people's stuff. I shared that quote with you. I I shared it with a couple other people about, you know, if you're focusing on other people, you're not serving your customers because you're too worried about whatever somebody else is doing. Like you said, it's it's not going to benefit you. It's not going to benefit your customers. And ultimately, you're not getting better at what you're doing. Instead, you're wasting that, that valuable energy and time, which is the most valuable asset ever, on something that's not worth it. So thank you so right. much for sharing that. The persistence thing is something we've heard a lot. Um, and not trying to compare yourself to everyone else because every single person is in a different situation than you right. are. You'll never be in the exact same situation as anybody in life. So that's a, such a good uh, thing to share. So thank you so much for that, Michelle. Thank you so much for your time and everything you've done for the, the podcast today. You've shared a lot of great information insights a lot of a lot of things i think are going to help to inspire people when they listen to this so thank you so much for your time and for sharing your story with us
0: you're welcome and just a shout out to you like i I said you know this podcast is brilliant to all new spray tan business owners to seasoned ones just so that we can hear from you know where people started and where they're at and what they tried and what they're using and and I just think it's brilliant. This resource was not available to me, but I will do everything I can to share it with all of my team, because when we just share more knowledge, then everyone feels more confident in what they're doing, and confidence keeps everyone in the game. So, thank you for being brilliant, putting this together. Uh, I'm just so excited about it.
1: Well, thank you, Michelle. I'll, I'll pay you after. <laughs> I'll pay you after. Thanks for saying that. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you so much. That that truly means a lot. It's uh <laughs> A lot of effort. It's a lot of work and effort, but ultimately, like I said, I'm just here to serve the community and help. Um, I just created the platform and having people, uh, wonderful people like yourself on here to share their story and their information, everything they can, is, is really valuable to anyone who listens. So thank you so much. And if anybody has questions, can they contact you? And if so, what's the best way?
0: Absolutely. Yes. They can contact me through email or they can contact me. You know, I think everyone goes through Facebook, Messenger. You know, I I have time built in every single day that every message, every email, every text is always answered before I lay my head down at night. So
1: That's anyone awesome.
0: can ask anything they need to, and I will definitely get back with them. Okay. Absolutely. Well, so. I'll, con-
1: I'll connect your – I'll put your website at the bottom of the okay. show notes so people can find it there. It has your email and everything on there. So thank you so much again, Michelle. It's been wonderful to, to speak with you and you sharing your story, and I look forward to seeing your business continue to grow.
0: Okay, same here. Thank you. Take care. Okay, bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Hey, Happy Tans listeners. Thank you so much for joining me here on Episode 11 of the Happy Tans Podcast with Michelle Walters from Island Glow in Virginia. She was nice enough to share her inspiration, her wonderful enthusiasm and everything with us. So thank you so much for joining us. She told you how she went about taking over a business with little to no experience to working with some cheerleaders in the NFL to some of the most uh, prestigious clients, obviously being cheerleaders there uh, on very limited basis as far as the the amount of teams that there are in the NFL. She she had a wonderful story about just jumping in and doing her own thing and how things came to her because she took the, the opportunity and the chances that that others might not so remember that you got to stay persistent believe in yourself Uh, go after your dreams and truly do that Uh, her enthusiasm again was was contagious and i told her that Uh, i really enjoyed the the interview with her so thank you so much for listening to the podcast as michelle said if you had any questions you can reach out to her i will link to the to her email down below if you have any questions for me always feel free to reach out to me grant at happytans.com. i hope that you have a wonderful day and happy tanning